Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today we are excited to feature Maoyu Lin Wan. I, I hopefully I didn't get that too wrong, but if you would like to introduce yourself to us real quick. Okay, sure. Thank you. Um, so pleasure to be invited here today. Hello, everyone. All you Film Sessions podcast audience. My name is Maoyu Lin Yuan. Mao is actually my last also the family name, Chinese called the family name first. So I kept it this way in my film work. You can also call me Lin. I'm a China-born, Canada-raised writer, director, and producer. Okay. All right. So if I may ask about your origins, sort of what inspired you to get started in filmmaking? Like, was it a person that introduced you to it? Was it a movie or a show that you just watched and you were enamored with sort of how they shot things or how they edited things? Or was it was there like just a moment where you just like knew, yeah, this is what I wanted to do? Mm -hmm. um, I think it could be everything that I have worked with in the past. It all leads to a film director rowing me for some reason. Um, there was a time when I started to pay attention to myself to other people and to the world we live in after the COVID lockdowns. It seems like a naturally happening moment for me to become a female film director, to bring my observations, visions, and thoughts to the world as a female, a woman. So prior to stepping into film with my first one, I have been working as an entrepreneur, creative director, designer, investor, and many other roles to name in over hundreds of projects over the past 10 years across industries from fashion, arts, lifestyle, real estate, venture capital, and more. So I was lucky enough to grant my technical skills in filmmaking in relevant projects and also observe a variety of human natures in different life circumstances a lot. So being an entrepreneur, a designer and an investor is all about bringing an idea to life and getting it off the ground. That's what we call a dream maker role. So as a film director, you are actually also doing the same, creating dreams for the audience and your visions also a dream maker role. So I, I feel quite satisfied when I see somebody's dream come true moment, including mine. That is a very comprehensive way of deciding to do something. So you actually found a way to incorporate your background as an entrepreneur in all these different fields into your passion of filmmaking. That's, that's unique. Okay. All right. That's that is certainly a perspective I wasn't sure I'd ever consider. Wow. Excuse me. I'm a bit not dismayed, but it was just wow. That's very interesting because then I guess this question you could almost answer it a million different ways. But how have you continued your journey in filmmaking? Like I'm assuming there has been many obstacles that you've had to put up with. But if there's just like one of note or just like thematically something that's always been a problem for you, whether it's time or just being able to get actors or a crew together, what what obstacles would you say you've had to put up with to continue filmmaking? Um, so film is, is more like taking a journey for me to explore the work we live in. 
um, gender equality, classism, and the Eastern and Western cultures are the topics centering around my next film project. Um, so a lot of explorations in binary opposition, as you hear in the topics. Um, I actually financially fund and support all my film works myself for now. Being prepared okay. for my next film project this summer, another independent film champions gender equality as well. Hopefully, I'll move forward to make commercial ones when I think I'm ready to move forward that far in the next game round. Then it, it could be similar to incubating and investing in an early stage unicorn to be film company, film project, and bringing it round to round for a much larger scale. Um, commercial films are more like doing a perfect blending in both business and arts, which could be very challenging in the next years to come for me to expect. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So you. You actually put forth your own budgets and stuff like the whole nine yards. Um. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, that's impressive. I must admit, because so many, so many times when I interview people, they, if it's not money, it's the it's the resource allocation that they always have a problem with or wish they could do better with, like post making the making the film. So it's interesting <laughs> to see where. You're coming in from a different perspective, and like you sort of have different concerns, and you're trying to levy that with what you want to promote, what you want to do. Very interesting.、Mm -hmm. All right, enough nerding out about sort of how your product production scene is. Introduce us to your film.、Uh, tell us the name, and then tell us what it's about. The synopsis, if I may. Um, sure. So,、uh, "Mermaiding the Garden of Escapism" is an experimental short film about a mermaid woman struggling with different social values and exploring her own values in a surreal place, the Garden of Escapism. So, there is a lot of expressions and elements of postmodernism in my film. We see the mermaid women in different spaces with different beauty-related subjects, which are. Commonly associated with the values of a woman, in the first and last movie scenes, we see the mermaid women in the garden of escapism, where it is like a liminal space. So a liminal space is like a, a surreal place where you are either here or there in a transitional period. So she finds her peace in the place where values are not constructed externally, but internally within herself.、Um, So the values of women are not a set of answers in my film, but a question for the audience to explore and relate to themselves. Okay, all right. So using that, let's. What is it that you want your audience to come away with when they watch the movie? Because you mentioned you want them to question. Exactly what you brought up, which is the values we impose upon ourselves and we impose upon women. But what is it? Is it just that message you want us to come away with, or is there a theme or a feeling you want us to capture as we walk away from your film?、Um, not really. I I don't like putting boxes into somebody else's mind. Ooh, I would say、okay. it's more about the. Attention drawn to women's values and gender equality. It, it's not about how women look or function. 
in roles like daughter, wife, mother, or grandmother, or girlfriend, but rather about how women thinks, speaks, and does as an individual. So there is a lack of women's voices in our society, either in the East or in the West, rich or poor. It's the same bastard going a patriarchal social system for long, and the use of female AI voices. Well, the artificial intelligence voices is also an ironic reflection of the lack of women's voices, even from the ancient times.、Um, so, I, I, in my background scraped choice,、um, I choose to, I, I choose to use the Lord Alfred Tennyson's work, *The Mermaid*, written back in the eighteen thirty. Okay, so you use AI voices. Was that a choice that you made beforehand? Like, was that the idea you came up into in your mind when you started working on、uh, *Mermaid in the Garden of Escapism*, or was that just something you like accidentally came across and decided to implement, figuring it would kind of bolster the thing you're trying to promote or the attention you're trying to bring to the whole issue? Yeah, so this is the artistic choice from my end, but it didn't come at the very beginning, when I first start working on this film. So this came later, okay, and it actually works pretty well. I, I mean, it's theoretically it sounds like it fits because you mentioned the juxtaposition between removing voice and then using the A about how women's voice are removed, excuse me, and then put implementing. An AI voice, which people would typically perceive as voiceless, lifeless, sort of detached. So that's theoretically, it's it, that that works. It sounds very, very ideal for what you're trying to promote. So,、uh-huh, yeah, of course. So, if I may ask, because you were, to be honest, you were quite comprehensive with sort of the production behind what you did. So I don't think we can, we don't have to push on that, but. Your other films, if if you've made films before,、uh, what were they looking like? Were they projects that you kind of just did to get comfortable with filmmaking, or were they projects you did you just went into knowing this is what I want to do? I'm in my space. I know my genre. I know how I work. So I'm I'm starting my filmmaking career here. Sort of was it a more casual way that you made these films beforehand, or were you already attacking this with a、uh, severity? Of like knowing, I want this to mean something. Well,、um, the mermaiding the garden of Escapism is actually my very first short film. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so hopefully, I get the chance to introduce my next short in the year twenty twenty four, and then I could be working on my very first feature film as a third piece before twenty twenty five. Um. So even though I've been working with quite um. Like multiple projects in the past ten years, but、um, this is really my official first piece to the audience. That's amazing! Wow. Okay. All right. So I guess the more interesting question then is, what does the storyboard of your career look like? Like, if there's nothing you have in store right now in terms of projects you're working on as as we speak, is there like a pie in the sky dream or just like a goal? Of of something you eventually want to do, whether it's as a director, editor, producer, whatever it may be, what is that sort of? What's your future looking like from starting today? Well, my next film as a writer director role is on the line, like I mentioned before.、Uh, 
Um, it is also about gender equality.、Um, it will will paying attention to the values of males through the social gas this time. So this is what can be expected from my works in the next few months or years. Okay. All right. So I'll leave this question a bit later because I like asking it just because. It gives me like a peek into sort of the mindset and how people, how filmmakers think. But um, before we get there, what is a resource that you would recommend to other student filmmakers, whether it's having a person or a group of people as a support system, like an assistant to keep you on track, or just to get you motivated and keep you in line? If it's a program or an application or a platform or a website, like an actual tool, like a camera, whatever, maybe a device, microphone. What would that one resource be that you would recommend to others?、Mm-hmm. Um, actually, a, quite a few things I I, I like to note here. So for for equipment,、um, students don't have to end high for the best Hollywood standards at the beginning、mm-hmm. because it costs you an arm and a leg. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, all <laughs> cinematic equipment like Arri, Panavision, and Reg. Those are like very expensive, either to buy or to rent. Even、mm-hmm. every most budget family video camera, like like Alexa, will cost you over 100k and could be even worth 50k secondhand or more. So not very affordable choices for students.、Um, alternatively,、um, they can rent and try different models at rental stores like Vistech in Canada. Or any other equipment rental companies in their city or school with good discount offers are normally、um, like available in store.、Mm-hmm. And also, getting used to different video camera is also a part of the process of finding your own aesthetic style based on the expressions of your film. Because end of the day, a film is not about creating beautiful visuals, but also about Well, telling a story. So, for the people、um, you work with, like actors, producers, cinematographers, editors, so so many other names to、um, well, the roles to naming a film production crew. Sometimes you may need to wear multiple hats in all these roles here and there. Knowing and selecting the right people to form a good team is also key. I would pick the ones with a responsible personality over everything else, as teamwork matters the most. Last-minute cancellations or no-shows for any role are always disasters that can cause big troubles and financial losses for film production.、Um, appreciate the critics received on evaluating the film as well, either from a festival. A film critic, a editor, or random viewer, positive or negative. I personally like noting down certain critics, especially the negative ones, from a neutral commenting angle. They are actually very valuable resources for a film director to grow the next project and see your own works from another individual's perspective, which is not quite easy.、Um, and last, I would say rating is a key to. Helping young filmmakers grow the most, especially to the ones who aim to be the writer director role.、Um, your film is your vision, like how you see the world, 
and how you communicate your story about your vision. So this is the core value for most films. Um, for young filmmakers, you can observe and experience a variety of stories by reading and watching films. Knowledge and case studies in psychology and sociology will also help you get a deeper understanding and real observation of human natures, well, the people, which makes for a good story of complexity in your film. Okay. I will admit you actually answered the next question quite well. So I guess all I have to do is real quickly, um, what's your favorite movie, if you have one? Um, I don't really have a favorite movie, but there are certain film directors I watch, like Lian, the one who directed Crunching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Brokeback Mountain. I see a subtle blending beauty of the Eastern and Western culture in his film works, which I love about it. Okay. I've heard of Brokeback Mountain. I must admit the other ones I haven't heard of before, so I'm going to have to check them out and when mm -hmm. I can. But, um, yeah, oh, I will. <laughs> um, <laughs> one last thing before you go. Uh, social media handles so we can find your past projects what stuff you've already what you're gonna upload or what you're gonna work on updates on what you're working on and then where can we find your film once um it's done making its run at the festivals um i i don't use social media a lot any news of my work can be found on my website which um you can easily search online for that and the film is not um, available for now either offline or online uh, i may choose one film festival for its premiere later this year yeah all right cool thank you so with that that'll be all so Thank you for being on the Film Sessions podcast today, Lynn. That was that was very great, detailed sort of explanation of sort of how you came to be and sort of how, how you do things. So I appreciate you for your time. I have nothing else for you. So all I can say is have a blessed, successful future. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure of mine for being here today as well. Thank of you. Course.